A small inquiry into the continuum of knowledge that is Kabbalah is essential for one to make a decision to study Kabbalah and trust the method it sets out for an individual. Every religion offers something positive, and most of them advertise their product as the only truth, but they do not hold the source to attain the upper spiritual world. This is the only method I understand that allows man to raise himself into the spiritual world, an invisible universe above, the forces our brain makes calculations to keep you from attaining. Kabbalah has been kept hidden from the public for roughly the last two thousand years. The very fact you are listening to this book, not even a text composed by someone who has achieved degrees of spiritual ascension, means you are closer to correction, something similar to what many religions or studies may call salvation or enlightenment, than almost anyone over the course of human history. Before the mid-twentieth century, very few people who weren't orthodox Jewish scholars had any access to this wisdom. Only in the last couple of decades have secular people taken to the wisdom. Even though it is now accessible, Kabbalah is still only a little blip on the collective conscious in America, the country with the most developed egos where a collective existential correction is needed the most. While unconventional spirituality has exploded, the pure message of Kabbalah, the only path to attainment of the Creator, is still a marginalized subculture. Further, the popular culture stereotypes about Kabbalah make it seem like a cultish religion in the vein of other New Age and socialist spiritual movements popping up in America since the 19th century that gained particular steam in the hippie generation of the 60s and 70s and became commonplace in America and Western European culture. The residue is everywhere from the housewife who carries a yoga mat to the shop that sells healing crystals. All people seem to know of Kabbalah is at Madonna, Paris Hilton, Demi Moore and a slew of other unabashedly materialistic celebrities study it and it has something to do with Judaism and a red string. Pop culture perpetuates this myth in Gary Steingart's satire Absurdistan the plump, intelligent, but misguided son of a Russian oligarch studies Western Judaism and cites a passing curiosity about Kabbalah as the second most important feature of American Jews. When contemplating the job of building a Jewish museum in his research of Judaism, he notes that I, he, learned about the average American Jew's curious, if misplaced, interest in something called Kabbalah. As for the Holocaust, few genocides were better documented. Jenna Maroney, the caricature of a hapless diva on the show 30 Rock, is a devout follower. Not only does she swear by Kabbalah Monster, but chose it because Kabbalah is a wonderful religion that mixes the fun part of Judaism with magic. This is how some people in America understand Kabbalah, and whether they are fascinated or simply poke fun at the belief, all people seem to know is that it is an odd, maybe occult belief system that seems to have gobbled up people who would otherwise do transcendental meditation to calm their inherent uneasiness. This misconception takes away from what Kabbalah is capable of correcting. Kabbalah is not magic. It is not mysticism. It is only the simple tenet to love thy friend as thyself, but not from a religious approach, because it offers a method to correct your egoistic nature instead of restricting it. 
The predominant misconception people have about Kabbalah is that it is a religion. Kabbalah is a scientific understanding of how one connects with the Creator. However, if this, in and of itself, seems like a ridiculous notion, it means your thinking is squarely in line with the American zeitgeist. American society has broken from the traditional religions that were key to its foundation. While there are vehement believers that make up a very vocal minority, and 80% of Americans claim some spiritual affiliation, agnosticism and atheism are steeply on the rise. This is a direct result of the rise of our egos. As a country, and now as a shrinking world, our desires have gotten so big we no longer can listen to someone else to decide our own moral obligations. This